would like to interrupt you just for a moment to talk about reality versus fantasy. Hello, this is Viola Strepsada Volteri. Hello, this is Viola Strepsada Volteri. And you're listening to Obedient Love. I've created my own gynarchy that I live 24-7, 365 days per year. It's very real for me and for my slaves, and I'm adding to my community all the time. Needless to say, I've taken the whole concept of gynarchy very seriously. But I also can appreciate the power and joy in pure fantasy. I am in a lot of online groups that share common themes, BDSM, FLR, gynarchy, femdom, And in one of these groups, a woman had typed out a fantasy of what a world dominated by women would look like. And she wrote about the education system and how boys would be forced to serve the girls at school and made to understand that they're inferior. Another person added to the fantasy that the boys would have to clean the shoes of the girls with their tongues as they came in from outside. And I found myself feeling strangely very, very sad. I felt suddenly that no one was taking the idea of gynarchy, real gynarchy, very seriously. I began to feel that the girls in the story were being fetishized and the boys abused in a way that in real life would be just as horrible as the violence thrust upon girls by the patriarchy. I had a horrible flashback of a video that popped up on my Facebook feed of a real little boy, he was about six or seven years old being beaten by his mother. Some monster had uploaded this to a page with the caption, is this what you want to see? No, it's not what I want to see. I'm an empathetic person and this is an innocent child. I sometimes see images of young girls with captions about the future of gynarchy, making me feel like these girls are objectified by submissive men in the very same way that vanilla men objectify like barely legal models, and I have some thoughts on that. You see, I have a young daughter, and I'm here to explain the reality of that. I'm transgressing a taboo subject, bringing up a child in a DS household. There's a way to ensure the future of gynarchy without ever objectifying my child or fetishizing her. My slaves treat her appropriately as a child. They assist in supporting the boundaries I set as her mother in gentle ways without ever allowing her to lose her sense of autonomy or authority. She knows without anyone having to say a word that mom makes all the rules. She knows that if she gave an order, the men of the house would have to follow it, checking with mom first. And she knows that the men around her could not give her an order without it coming from mom. Nobody has to tell her that she can boss grown men around. She knows it. And she will always be confident in stating what she wants and needs and expects to be heard and respected. And because of that, she feels safe and strong, a gift some young girls are never given, and a contrast to what she will eventually have to face in the outside world. But she's also allowed to be a child and maintain her innocence. Nothing is ever explicit around her. Adult activities and adult matters are kept between adults. We don't do anything around her that we wouldn't do in public. We have discrete protocols when she's around. The men do not fetishize her role here. 
She is the princess, but it's not sexualized in any way. And if it were, the person fetishizing my child would be ousted from my life permanently. Period. She is not to be objectified, but respected and protected. My daughter is never spanked or physically disciplined by her father or me. We don't even raise our voices to her. And she is more well-behaved than most children who don't feel empowered and treated with respect. And it might surprise you to know that if I had a young son, I would not spank him either. Because I think of all spanking as sexual and inappropriate for children. It's my opinion that spanking serves only to release tension in the parent. And studies show that it does not aid in a child's learning in the least. It's a temporary deterrent at best, and only teaches them that you can hurt people to get them to do what you want. It's done for the parent's benefit only. Spanking, the smacking of an area as intimate as the buttocks, is a sexual activity in my book, and you don't engage in sexual activities with your children, period. Plus, I'm a gynarchist, and I don't buy into patriarchal styles of authoritarian parenting. If my son were still a young boy, he would learn by example from all the men around him that I am to be respected and deferred to on all matters, because I'm the leader of the family and of our community. It would simply be the natural state of things. But I'm going to back up a little, because I know sexuality starts young, and a lot of people's fetishes began as children. Things we experience at a young age have a huge impact on the formation of our personalities. So I don't mind listening to people's real-life stories of how they discovered their interests in DS or sadomasochism. I had a submissive whose fascination with femdom began when a gang of girls would force him to carry their books and bullied him ruthlessly. Another man told me a story of when he had just entered puberty and an older girl trapped him in a room and masturbated him until he had his first orgasm with another human being. I find these real-life stories interesting because I like to know what makes people tick and what has brought them to where they are. But at the same time, we cannot expect that all boys who are bullied or molested will come out of it with the desire to bow down to dominant women. Many would and do come out of it hating women and feeling damaged. Boys' brains don't even finish developing until age 25. They don't have the capacity to consent as teens and children. And so the fantasy of all boys being treated in this way just makes me queasy. And here's where I come to one of my most important issues. Bodily autonomy is a concept that is so incredibly important to me. Autonomy is one of the key principles of anarchism, and I'm a heart and soul anarchist. I like to think of myself as a gynanarchist, an anarchist bound and determined to undo the wrongs of the past by focusing on empowering women and eliminating the harm and violence done to them day in and day out all over the world. And since I feel so strongly about autonomy, you would think that I would not be into total power exchange and dominance and submission at all. You would think I would only accept absolute equality, but I'm a woman who can live with and even appreciate contradiction. I am into DS, and for me, it is the act of surrender that is the missing part of this puzzle. Surrender is the most enthusiastic form of consent. It requires trust and vulnerability and a monk-like release of ego. It's this release of ego which allows for empathy in the submissive man. Without empathy, 
you cannot be of real service. And striving to be of real service is the kind of selflessness that will make the entire world a better and more functional place. The patriarchal, greedy, entitled, authoritarian attitudes that have caused the most harm to the world all stem from selfishness and lack of empathy. Cultivating selflessness in others is a worthy goal which serves the world as a whole, in my opinion. And I do that by finding that sweet spot of surrender. And, as I said before, I understand the joy and power in pure fantasy. A submissive pointed out to me that in order to get to the point of surrender, he needed the fantasies to open him up. He needed his sexuality stimulated in order to be attracted to the idea of service to begin with. Fantasy plays an important role, and fantasy is a healthy way to find your way towards surrender. So if you need to imagine a world where all the boys are sublimated from the very start and bullied and humiliated by girls, then so be it. If you want to fantasize about the strict sex ed teacher who teaches all the teenage boys how to properly pleasure a woman and deny their own pleasure, well, that's hot too. But there is a time to step away from the fantasies and think about what gynarchy really looks like. It looks like the life my slaves and I are creating for ourselves. It looks like empowering a young girl to be commanding without fetishizing her. It looks like teaching a young boy to revere women without abusing him. It looks like a new world where a woman promotes cooperation and harmony by being both benevolent and deliciously cruel, while men fall willfully at her feet, craving nothing more than to surrender themselves. A choice. A desire. A wish for something different. The future of gynarchy is possible and real. It's very much my reality, and it can also be yours if you want it. It's fun to play in fantasy, but let's have some frank discussions like this about what it can look like in real life. Let's cultivate fantasies that help to shape the future. Fantasies that we can live in.